With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the December 1st edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Getting ready to talk about some bad news, man. Pretty much the last three or four days have just been a nightmare, especially with big men and injuries. We're going to talk about that, who benefits, and so on. And we'll also talk some stashes, too. So maybe if you were lucky and didn't get hit with injuries, you could use your roster space to stash some guys. Uh, what we're going to do so is Jonas Nader. What's up, man? Yo, I guess that means we get to talk about Jonathan Isaac later. That's yes. a good thing. Lots of, Always fun. Lots of stash players. Um, definitely check out, before we get into it, Rotorworld.com, we did the round table, did a little bit of some standard kind of stashes, super deep kind of stashes, a lot of Clippers in there, uh, we'll talk about that, and we'll, we're not going to talk about the Clippers too much, it's kind of old news, but we pretty much know mm-hmm. the deal, it's going to be a mess, Harold played extremely well yesterday, played 20 of 21 minutes, I think it was, at power forward, so mm-hmm. after playing just three minutes next to DeAndre in the first game, so kind of interesting there. Um, no Willie Reed at the four, Sam Decker didn't play well at all, um, they got Scott burn man the jazz offense just was all over him 38 dams talk about the jazz in a little bit so before we get to the kind of the bigger news we want to get you set up for today uh kemba walker again ran to lamarcus aldrich his hipish area and messed up his shoulder looks like he's gonna miss another game like Carl williams was awful uh also jeremy lamb he's dinged up um so he's gonna play but he's not 100 percent uh with the bursitis so we'll see what happens with him uh, Malik Monk was kind of the hero, kind of kept them at least somewhat in it with, with the Raptors. Um, what's your takeaway on this Kemba thing? Man, so this is the only this is the last game of the week for the Hornets, right? So they've already ruled him out. Do you think he plays on Monday? That looks like a serious injury, man. I wouldn't count on it. Yeah, like honestly, he, he looked a lot like we're going to talk about too, John Collins. Their injuries mm-hmm. look so similar. They both were trying to go around somebody, and mm-hmm. their shoulder just caught. A guy the wrong way got pushed back. So mm-hmm. I honestly think, I hope, I hope that John Collins is okay and he's just day to day. So are we thinking these are just stingers then? Uh, AC sprains are kind of what happens with like your shoulder joint goes up and back like that. We see it happen to mm-hmm. quarterbacks a lot. Like Jameis Winston happened to him pretty good. So, right. yeah, obviously these guys aren't throwing a football, so it's a little different. Right. Shooting basketball, you don't need your shoulder as much. Um, but obviously, for a guy who shoots as much as Kemba does, it's different. John Collins just dunks, but he does need to raise his arms with all the dunks he has. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I think it's both their left arms, too, which is good. Yeah, that's definitely good news for Kemba. Um, I, honestly, my takeaway is I don't trust Michael Carter-Williams, and I'm playing everyone in DFS against him until someone – like, he's one of the worst defensive – like, this guy's supposed to be good defensively. He checks out, like, one of the worst mm-hmm. on, on synergy for defense, like – Right. We saw Kyle Lowry drop uh, career-high eight trays and just 36 points just burned him time mm-hmm. after time after time. But yeah, I think Malik Monk, especially with Lamb being limited, even if he plays, you think that Malik Monk in the second unit should be pretty busy today. So For sure. At speaking. least 24 minutes, right? Yeah, gotta be, man. You can't play Michael Carter-Williams 25 minutes, man. I just can't do it. 
Who who are the Hornets playing to get today? By the way, they I forget who they're playing. Uh, Miami. Oh yeah, that's right. So Dragic, yeah, they're not going to be able to put Carter Williams on Dragic for a lot. So yeah, yeah, I can see Monk playing a lot. It's tough for hopefully Dragic gets to go. I mean, he's been ice cold lately. Yeah. (sighs) All right, um, Jeff Teague. He's what zero for three on game times. He's missed four games. It was a late scratches in the first game he missed. Says he's on track to play, I, I guess. Um, but heard I mean, I believe him. He's warmed yeah. up a few times now, right? Right. You'd think he's got to be close, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we've but, seen... But with Tyus Jones playing well, they might have to hold him out a little bit longer. Tyus yeah. Jones is on a roll right yeah, now. Jimmy Butler talked him up the other day. So, yeah, I, I pretty much... If you're in a daily league where you can make moves before and you've been using... I've been using Tyus Jones and one of my 16-teamers, and he's been just difference maker, man. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. Again, I hold him until you, once Teague is a go, just let him go. Let, mm-hmm. let Tyus Jones go. But yeah, he's definitely worth owning. I wouldn't cut, like I wouldn't cut someone a value for him if like say. And obviously, most of his value is past Tyus Jones. Right. So it's well, hard. Do you think, it's hard to, yeah. Do you think it's possible this becomes a timeshare as good as Tyus Jones has been? Like thirty eighteen timeshare or like twenty eight twenty or what? Or I'm thinking. 24? I'm thinking. I'm thinking more like twenty-eight twenty. Yeah, I think twenty-eight twenty is fair. Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. They don't want to overexert him. Right. Uh, and again, they they're playing really well with him up there. So. And Achilles issues aren't nothing to laugh about. So yeah. like, I could definitely see it. Yeah, I mean, big win in New Orleans. That tough. Uh, that Wizards loss was just all. That no excuse there. Yeah. Up on the Suns. So they're looking pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Their offense is starting to come around. We, we, except for that wizard, that wizard's game was just, just a disaster. Just got to give Carl Anthony Towns the ball. Him and Jimmy Butler in fourth, and let Andrew Wiggins just <laughs> stay yeah. in the perimeter because he's taking way too many shots and yeah. hero ball. One more team I want to talk about for today is the Grizzlies. Injuries all over the place. Sounds like Mario Chalmers is back. Conley expected to miss around two to three more weeks. He was on the practice court yesterday. Um, did on court work. We don't know the extent of that, but he's probably out till Christmas ish. Um, Wayne Selden has the same thing Kawhi has now we find out some more details so this thing is just weird man mm-hmm. uh, and Chandler Parsons is going to be questionable Pretty, you can't trust Chandler Parsons like I'm done I've yep. I liked him for like a week and now I'm done again yeah he played like 20 minutes in like 8 straight games I think it was and as soon as <laughs> then he gets hurt again knee, right knee injury the same troublesome knee as always mm-hmm. and then yesterday Chris, uh, what's your man, general manager's name? Chris Wallace or something like that. Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace. He said they're minutes. not gonna. <laughs> they're not gonna trade. Uh, he said they're not gonna trade Gasol and Conley, but he's supposed to say that. So. Yeah, he works for the team. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna trade Gasol and Conley. Like that would right. be the biggest story. That would be bigger than anything else we saw yesterday. Right. So, yeah, it's not. It's not even news to me. Okay, so news that was to us yesterday is our a couple of our boys, man, uh, Jokic. Gave us quite a scare. Stepped on Jaron Grant's foot towards the end of the second quarter. Uh, he was hobbling to the locker room. Richard Jefferson went to go get him. Like, no, no, no. You got to shoot your free throws or else you're done. Shot him. Made him, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yep. Props. And then Kenneth Freed fouled two seconds later. Got him out of the game. Saw him get x-rays. Was hobbling pretty good. So uh, it didn't look like it, it looked a lot like Porzingis' ankle roll. Where right. he didn't have a lot of weight on it, but the ankle turned pretty good. Like... For me, the more like the the injuries that are worse are when you're going for a rebound and you have all the elevation, you come down as hard as you can and you turn your ankle. Those are bad. Where if you're mm-hmm. like stepping and turning, those tend to be not as bad. But again, being a center, 
and how much Jokic weighs, that's a lot of weight to put on the ankle when it's twisting like that. So a lot of stress on the ligaments and so, such and so forth. But nothing broken, that's good. So no Jones fractures or anything like that. Um, but yeah, he's, they've been optimistic. He, he's going to miss time. He's yeah, miss time. I mean, the Woj report, they're, quote, cautiously optimistic on the Denver side. Malone said they're hopeful they can play him. Nah, man, this guy took missed a lot of time last year for an injury. Longer than we thought. We are like, oh, this is today today. It's like the Teague thing. So mm-hmm. he's going to miss time. I mean, Jokic side, there's no analysis. Just hold them. Um, if right. can, like, say someone's team is just getting massacred. Say they have like Conley, D'Angelo Russell, and just they're getting beat over the head with injuries. I'd probably try to see if you get Jokic off them. Mm-hmm. That's For sure. Wait, want to add anything to that? Good. Um, are there any pickups? Yeah, that's what uh, I was going to get to I, next, I, but just something I think Kenneth Reed is basically the only safe pickup if you're looking for, like, rebounds. He's actually an improved free throw shooter this year, too, which helps a little bit. But the only reason I like Freed a little bit is just because I don't think Mason Plumlee is ready for big minutes. He's had no. that core strain for about two weeks now. So I think Kenneth Reed's probably looking at 30 minutes, probably 24 minutes at center and eight at power forward. Yeah, uh, big double-double yesterday. The key is the center minutes because we saw him when Millsap went down. It was a DMPCD against mm-hmm. the Rockets for obvious reasons. Every time I see Malone interview pregame, it's like, oh, these guys shoot the three this much. These guys shoot the three this much. So mm-hmm. that uh, that's a big issue for him. But, yeah, his minutes are way up. Um, again, the, the matchups were semi-favorable with um, Memphis, slower, not very three-point friendly, Utah, um, who killed them. Utah's on mm-hmm. fire. Um, yep. But yeah, so yeah, he's he's the pickup. Plumlee, I think, is interesting because he can be friendly if he gets twenty two ish minutes. Yeah, so he's probably gonna get like it's probably gonna be twenty two twenty six. Yeah, the concern with Plumlee is like I said, it's just the injury and the free throw shooting. His free throw shooting, I think, it's like a career low right now. I'll have to check that later. But um, anything else? I think Wilson Chandler is very interesting again though too. Um, now, he's had the he's had the back issue. He's playing terrible, but. Man, if Jokic is out, that's a ton of usage going his way. He's, I don't really see him being a high usage guy, though. Sure, it helps, but I don't want to pick up Wilson Chandler while he's hurt. Right. I don't. I can't do it. Like I just don't. Like he's like Chandler Parsons, pretty much. Like I just. Don't, <laughs> I don't. Every day, I'm going to set my lineup and I'm going to think, oh, I have Wilson Chandler today. Days today, the days out, <laughs> and like it's probably fifty fifty. But um, yeah, look, yeah, they have a big road road trip coming up. So they're at LA. That's not a very uh, big big lineup. So you would think they would start. One, by the way, they're gonna they have to bring Will Barton off the bench every game, right? He's just so good in that role. Yeah, amazing last night too. He had he had a tough week before that, but mm. I think last night really got him going. I mean, Malone was hugging him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he, I think he'll get going yeah, now. He said tonight we got Thrill Barton, which they definitely <laughs> did. Career high 37, 37. Um, but yeah, you think that he like, and I always say this too: most inconsistent things coming off the bench. Being a shooting guard slash small forward who shoots a lot and rookies. So he checks yep. two boxes right there. It's not going to be smooth sailing for guys like that. So Will Barton and Gary Harris are going to be looking at a couple of big weeks here. Yeah, also about a 5% usage rate bump for Jamal Murray without Jokic. So he should benefit as well. Uh, I As bad as he was yesterday, 1-9, no threes, 1-6 I think from 3. I... Again, I, I tend to post the game. So. Yeah, exactly. I tend to have the the rose glasses on when uh, I see him close games in, in a bad game. Like he didn't play well really on both ends. So yeah, and they still close with him. Uh, yep. Well, Barton hot. They could have easily gone away from him and went with Barton. Um, and I guess with Wilson Chandler, that probably helped his case. Yeah. Um, yeah, still encouraging. And Moody, Moody is kind of dead now. So yeah. But yeah, they play a lot of teams that. Are, uh, actually, they have um, New Orleans coming up 
on Wednesday. Hopefully Jokic is back by then. But Ooh, Lakers, yeah, they're gonna need him. Lakers has to be small ball lineup. Um, you would think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did they put Malik Beasley in the rotation? I think so. Malik Beasley's been pretty awesome when he gets a chance. So, yeah, so that'd be fun if they start him. Mm-hmm. Um, especially against Dallas, so not too big on the outside. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to the other injury last night. That was another one of our boys, John Collins. Ran into a Kyle Korver screen, had his left arm dangling for like four possessions, and I was like, "Yeah, we uh, were talking like his yeah. left his left hand was like over his knee, like we thought he was holding his knee, but it's like he couldn't move his left arm." Yeah, yeah. From it, so, and he's in a sling. Like a, this is just balance, so. we, I hate to see guys in slings, but again, this is like when a guy rolls his ankle, he's seeming a walking boot. It's not like the end of the world. He didn't break yeah. his foot. It just means they're being careful. So I think mm-hmm. the same thing. They want to keep his joint secured so it's not moving around, getting more inflamed, so on and so forth. So. Analysis on this? I mean, they went small a lot. Um, yeah, I'll let you go first. There's only one pickup to me, and it's Ursan Ilyasova, but face. the shooting is going to be an issue. I think it was 28.3% before uh, last night's 22-point 22, 22 explosion. So um, I'd pick up Ursan, but I'd be a little worried about that. Yeah, they're young. Um, Ursan's definitely the short-term, I-need-help-right-now pickup, I would say. Um, Babbitt's not very good, but again, it's it'll be a little worrisome to see what they do like long term, especially with I mean, Urson Ozzy gets traded. I know you you think guys get traded more than I do. Yeah. So what what do you think but, the odds are of him getting traded in February? Um, I I don't think too great. I think I think Urson's going to stick there for a while. They need a couple of veterans at least. Yeah. But. I think long term, I think Muscala might be the big winner here if he can get right. He's had that ankle yeah, injury for three weeks. Yeah, it's kind of like the Wilson Chandler thing. Is he going to ever get right? Right. So. Well, yeah, that's, I told him. I don't. I I'm not picking him up, man. Right. Same. Yeah, they went small a lot. Um, they had in the fourth quarter their most used lineup was Taylor, um, mm-hmm. Bellinelli, Baysmore, Bembry, and Ilya at the five four mm-hmm. minutes um and they also yeah it was pretty much at least at the five um but again this is because they were trailing so and well like so i guess if you're in a deep league and bellinelli's gone i guess maybe pick up bembry he I hasn't like, really that's what i was in the same I, that was yeah. my takeaway is i think bembry looks a little bit better now basically you can play four positions for the hawks so yeah like a lot of guys are going down prince is playing some four Babbitt's still kind of limited by yeah. his back. He only played and 18 minutes, even though the Hawks had three bigs yesterday. So. Yeah, and even with Collins back, uh, he's gonna if he does come back, Deadman being out means Collins is playing pretty much straight five. Yeah. So there's some forward minutes available for sure. This team's gotten mighty thin, mighty fast. Tyler and, Cass- Collins can't, and Collins can't play too much because of the foul trouble. Like oh. He had three fouls at, ha- at halftime last night. Stupid Probably third the, one. <laughs> yeah, really, really kind of a few dumb fouls, but... That's typical for rookies. Yep, him and Marquise Chris are kind of becoming the loose ball foul kings, I would say. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, anything else? I think we're good. I think we're good there? Yep. Uh, Whiteside, bad news. We saw this coming when, when Saturday. I'm sorry, Wednesday. Whiteside said, this is a serious issue for me. I want to get it right. And after, this is right on the heels of Eric Spolstra saying... Oh, it's a back-to-back. We're gonna sit you out, get you right. White's <laughs> like, nah, son. <laughs> so um, yeah, he's out for at least one or two weeks for rehab with conditioning. So probably means they're gonna do some like some pool work and things to keep stress off his knee and get him right again. Minimum one to two weeks. 
you and I were talking before. I think Christmas is a fair target date to set for him. Yeah, definitely more realistic. I mean, it's the same entry from opening night, so they've got to get him right. And it's worth noting they did. He did kind of aggravate it um, on the twenty second against Boston. I think he had like a little mm-hmm. knee contact, and that kind of inflamed the issue a little bit more. So I guess you right. caught an aggravation there. But um, yeah, it, it's bad, man. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't like. I saw. Um, I forget who it was. Oh, Tracy McGrady. I was watching the jump on ESPN, and he was like, "Yeah, this reminds me a lot of my knee issues before I had to get, yeah before I had don't to get, say that yeah before I had to get surgery." I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> T Mac talking about injuries and comparing yourself. Like, "Oh no, don't do that." That's not good. Yeah. So I I don't know. Like, if if you have white side, what are you doing? Like, I'm I don't have white side, so I can't say. But I I'd freak out. Like, I would trade. I'd probably trade 50 cents in the dollar on him right now. I would, too. The Heat are struggling, man. The Heat look like a team that are potential to blow things up January 15th when players become eligible to be traded because that roster is just a collection of misfits. It's just it's not working right now. Yeah, I hate when players bring the doom and gloom on knee injuries, man. Yep. That scares me. I run for the hills. so like. Yeah, exactly. I, oh, man. I mean, I, think about it. Before Whiteside made like this huge impact on Miami, he was injured for like three years mm-hmm. in like, the G League, ankle injuries, knee injuries. So this is nothing new for him. Yeah, so I don't, I'm trying to think of a fair return, big man-wise, on Whiteside. I'm not, I'm not coming up with anything right now. Gortot? <laughs> nah, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, I, it's probably closer to him than it would be for like – I don't like. I don't know, but it's. I can't think of anyone. I neither. I just don't see Whiteside playing after yeah. March fifteenth right now. Yeah. To be honest, this it's so t- like there's such a gap on big men right now. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like if your team is chilling, I hate to toot my own horn, but this is why I like Cat so much. Yep. You know, because it's just so big men just go down so often. Yeah, Cat um, had a knee. A knee. Uh, I think he bumped knees the other night yeah, and stayed right. And, he, and he hurt his shoulder. This, and like yeah. he, he walks up a court. You see him in pain for like a possession, and he's back to normal. Yep, like, he's the Iron Man. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, other injury. Uh, he he is the Iron Man, and Kristaps Porzingis. We call him the Unicorn. But yeah. after the game on the Knicks broadcast, he says they call me the Lizard because he heals so fast. So <laughs> like. And then uh, I think Rebecca Harlow said, first name Lizard, last name Unicorn, which that was pretty good <laughs> on her part. Um, so what are, where are we at here? He's day-to-day, MRI's clean, um, or I'm sorry, X-ray's clean, and he's pretty much just got a chance to play Sunday. It sounded like he was pretty encouraged. I uh, was walking around. I know you mentioned the Jimmy Kimmel thing before we got on. So what are you thinking on Porzingis? Having that time off is just big. Yeah, he's like he went on Jimmy Kimmel. It seemed like he was walking fine. He, he approached the step and was kind of slow. So I, I think he ends up missing one or two games, actually. But I think this is good news for sure. I mean, I, I think he'll be back before Jokic for sure. Yeah. Wouldn't you a, say? Yeah, I agree. Man, people but, are uh, freaking out when that went when that went down. Purely, I yeah. saw some people tweeting like, "Yeah, Justice Winslow better be careful getting out of NYC." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his ankle touched the floor, man. It was yeah. gross. So, yeah, thank like, goodness. It's, it's the, that's the thing I was saying before. Like the ankle turned, but like you look at where his leg was. Like you could, I'm turning my ankle right now, but my legs pointed the same direction. So it looks worse right. that way because the shoe is that way. And you can't really see. Mm-hmm. So like it look it. I thought I, I thought I didn't think it was as bad as people made it out to be. It just looked right. bad. Yeah. So 
So what's the takeaway here? Are we picking up anybody? Michael no. Beasley? No. no. No? Same. Totally ignoring <laughs> this one. Yeah. Unless you're in a 20-team. Okay, so like, okay, if we're Saturday, Saturday night, whatever your league does, if you do pickups for Saturday for Sunday, and you're like, oh, no, I'm going to be super tight on points tomorrow, and you're looking for guys to add, okay, then, yeah, maybe go Beasley. Um, I'm, I guess that's it. I'm not, I don't really trust Doug McDermott or whoever. But nope, like, just Beasley. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Had to buckets, walking buckets. Walking buckets, yeah. He sprinted for buckets against Houston when <laughs> he didn't play. Uh, moving on, um, Bebe Nagera. He, calf injury, again, second calf injury since October. Getting an MRI last night. Still don't have word on that as of the time of this podcast. Takeaway, Jakob Pertl could be sneaky. Uh, Valachunas has cooled off a little bit. We've seen Jakob Pertl, phenomenal defender. Um, pretty good per minute. So if you're looking for, again, if you're hunting for bigs and you're getting beat up down there, you want to pick somebody up. Uh, if we see Bebe's out for a couple weeks, uh, I think Yakum could be top 100 for while Bebe's out. And Siakam as well. He's playing yeah, he's probably one of the biggest surprises of the season. He's been playing next to Abaka quite a bit. They like that pairing. So him and Pirtle are both interesting now. Yeah, Siakam, we wish he would do a little bit more uh, right. scoring-wise, especially DFS. But yeah, he's like, I call him the low key most improved player. Mm-hmm. Like people aren't like if you talk to a casual fan, like yo Pascal Siakam's been super improved. Like what? That's a name? Yeah, <laughs> you're talking about like triangles or something. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's pretty much the analysis there. To the Jazz, uh, Rudy Gobert. He was doing some pretty strenuous work, dunking, post up moves. It was pretty encouraging. Um, not some very little contacts that hasn't really gone through practice yet. But he's getting close, and I think it's fair to say he's back before Jokic. I agree with that, too. Yeah. Jazz have won four straight games, and the big thing was that he was working out in front of, like, Quinn Snyder and the training staff, and, like, all of them were, like, watching, which is basically, like, a sign that, like, hey, this guy might be ready to play, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I, I, he's not ready to play yet. They don't want to bring him back too soon. But, again, he had, he didn't have, like, structural damage like Blake did or whatever. It just had a knee contusion, which is right. trick. It's tricky. I mean... The conditions you could be out for ten minutes and back, or you mm-hmm. could be out for a couple, a few, a month. Um, yeah, and they gave, they put the the worst side of that. Um, and don't forget, he was um, expected to play the next day, mm-hmm. like after it, after it happens, and then he got scratched. But yeah, he returned to the game. Yeah. Too, so yep. So yeah, your buy-low window on Gobert is about to close mighty quick, man. For sure, and you're so high for Derek Favors yep. also. I was, so. I was just gonna say so. <laughs> Yeah, where are you at on trading him? Like, cause he was he was clinging to. I know people were wanted to cut him. Like, where are you at here? Like, hundred. Honestly, I think you're better off just keeping favors and hoping for a trade. To be honest, because I think most really? competitive leagues they're gonna they're gonna see right through it. Like, Gobert will be coming back. Favors will be back to twenty four minutes and barely anything. So I think if you have favors, he's more of an end of the roster stash once Gobert's back. Cause he's a popular trade candidate, man. Yeah. Jazz don't want to pay him. They've already got enough money committed to their guys. So yeah, what was I gonna say? Um, so like his value was draft day was like eighty five, and mm-hmm. your league is pretty competitive. And then it dropped to probably like one thirty. Like oh my god, why do I still have this guy in my roster? Yeah. And then it jumped up to probably like sixty for a few weeks when he was playing really well. It was actually outperforming that, but just based on we knew he was gonna lose value. Now right. it's probably back to like eighty five ninety. I think. 
Yeah, I, I will say this, though. If Gobert does come back, I mean, when, when he does come back, obviously, I think Favors gets to back up center, man. So I think that's definitely a possibility because Udo hasn't been great lately. Bad. And, and Favors has been awesome. So I think you should reward him. Just give him the um, 12 backup center minutes and he's golden, I think. So yeah, he's, he's I would just ha- keep him for now. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, I, if you could flip him for – that's like I said, that's kind of where I'm at is um, if you could trade him for, like, top 75 value, I'd do it. Yeah, I was late, later upside. So I don't really see. I don't really see a trade helping or hurting him. Really, like I think I'll be in mm-hmm. a similar role almost no matter what. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with me? Um, I think like I think in the outcomes of possibilities, like it's an equal amount of good and bad. I mean, if he's traded, I think he'll play center somewhere because there's so there's such a huge lack of centers around the league. So and that's his best position. Right, but if he but, goes on the flip side of that, if he goes to a contender and he's backup, then bad. That's true as well, yeah. So yeah, it's it's really it's tough to project where he's going to be at least now. Right. Oh, uh, with Miami trading with Miami, Whiteside going down. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a couple other things, some guys also on the comeback trail. Milos Teodosic, he is getting close. Doc Rivers said five to ten more games, he could be back. I don't quite buy that. Uh, again, I'm kind of thinking Christmas for him. Mm-hmm. That's good though. Um, this team needs help bad. Blake's out for a couple months, so. Um, I mean, even Doc's tired of watching Austin Rivers jack up early shot clock threes. So I yeah. think they're excited about Milos coming back. They're not making the playoffs, but hey, they can at least improve Milos's value a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think he's probably. Who would you rather stash, him or Levine? Um. Oh wow. Yeah. Pro- Honestly. Levine's gonna arrest a ton. Arrest a ton, yeah. man. That's what I think. It's too. Cl- it's close. It's close. I don't really know. Uh, I think I'd probably pick Milos, man. I don't know. I, I, like you said, ACL ACL tears on the worst team in basketball. Like, yeah, hands down. I think. Um, I mean, I don't see Levine playing more than twenty four minutes this year. Yeah, and like we were talking before, like you need to get so many muscles are just gonna be dead. That like his quads <laughs> are gonna be sore. He's gonna be yep. sore so much, and is that he's a freak? Yeah, uh, Adrian Peterson coming back and lighting it up. He's kind of in that mold, but yeah, it, you're gonna get a lot of days off, man. Mm-hmm. And but Bulls not, have enough depth to keep his minutes down too. Yep, yep. Uh, and also Miritich, uh, we kind of have an idea now what's gonna happen because we saw Bobby Portis play almost all five, and Felicio uh, bumped out of the rotation. Yeah, so. Felicio bumped out of the rotation, so they're pretty much clearing the space for him to slide in there. Miritich, that is. Do anything for you as a pickup? I think it's 22 minutes for Mirtich and 26 for Laurie. So you think Portis is going straight five? Yeah, straight five for sure. Yeah, I think so. I think it's maybe sneaking a couple depending on the matchup, but yeah, yeah. Besides marketing, I don't really feel too excited about. No, nah, I mean even Robin Lopez with his 20 point game yesterday. Right. I don't. Yeah, I don't really see. I mean, I still like Portis a little bit. He could do damage in 22 minutes though. Mm-hmm. So, I guess what Mirotic gets traded to a good team. Yeah, because he uh, he played what three or four minutes. Portis did at the four, so those are probably mm-hmm. gonna go away. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. No. No. Nawaba. Uh, Blake and Lee was in the rotation, even though it was available. Yep. <sighs> good there. We're good. And then also, I should add to. It sounds like um, Parsons and Wright are gonna play, but we'll see what that. We'll see what that changes. We'll see. Yeah, I think they were probable the last game and didn't play. So. Hmm. Parsons was. Parsons was in L.A. on on uh, Monday or Tuesday. Right. After, uh, that was funny. <laughs> like, like, uh, 
well, do we buy that? Like, he went there for the the team called it pre scheduled treatment. Do we buy that? Like, why? No, absolutely all, not. Yeah, why are you going all the way to L.A.? Like, I know he's in L.A. a lot, but if you're for as hurt as he is, like, you got to have a doctor near Memphis, right? Wasn't his doctor in New York anyway? The one that performed his knee surgery. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, I have to look. So he has had a lot of surgeries. Yep. <laughs> Uh, okay. last three years. Yeah, so we're going to tie this into the column again. Check it out. It's about stashes on the roundtable called Hidden Gems. Um, Terrence Ross, ha- we were putting it together, and this happened right when the Terrence Ross news came out, that he has <laughs> a slate fracture and knee damage out indefinitely, maybe for two, three months. I um, think maybe the season, man. Yeah, That's a big injury. Yeah, definitely. That, that We've seen that kind of injury keep guys out for a long time. So... Uh, everyone, every, I didn't write my part yet because I was going to do it at the at the last minute, and a lot of people did, and they were like, "Yeah, Jonathan Isaac's a stash." Like, eh, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how aggressive are we on picking him up? Like, if you're if you're in first or second or third or whatever, like, pick him up right now, right? Yeah, well, you know me, I've had him for weeks, yeah. and I'm continuing to stash him. And if if he's still available, man, you gotta you gotta get him now. Yeah, he was so hot. Uh, right in the, right after their little losing streak, which they've snapped. Thank you, OKC. Yep. Um, his, that was <laughs> Thank you, best. Aaron Gordon. Yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was his best game. So, yeah, it's so hard to add guys who can do block steals and threes, and I think he can. Um, yep. He played 53 minutes next to Aaron Gordon, seven minutes next to Spates with Biz as the center, and three minutes next to Spates with Vooch at the center. So you're looking at uh, – the math is about 26% minutes at the three – that is while the team was pretty healthy uh, on the mm-hmm. wing. So you're probably looking at 35-ish percent three, I would think. It's not like Aaron Gordon is a straight-up four, man. We've seen that experiment fail. So we yep. can guard threes. It's going to be pretty cool, man. So, yeah, that's the big takeaway. Um, pick him up, see what happens. Again, Orlando is not winning game. That was that was the big concern. It's like, oh, my God, is Orlando good? Turns out <laughs> they're not. So, yeah, he's looking really good. Yeah, going for it. I think you're going to see a lot of Isaac next to Gordon. I mean, that's yeah. such a good lineup for them too. Yep. Um, so you basically looking at man Simmons, Isaac, and Gordon. What a lineup! Yeah, that's, that's just a, such a good trio. A length, a lot of athleticism for defense. Yep. Uh, I should also add that Frank Vogel said they miss him. Alfred Payton said they miss him. Um, yeah, he's he's been ever since the preseason. He, he didn't wow me in summer league, but he did in preseason. Like, right. Like, oh my God, this guy can defend for for his life right now. Mm-hmm. 2.3 blocks for 36. That's gold. Yeah. So he's probably, well, well, once he's humming, he's out today. What are we thinking? Mm-hmm. Like 26, I'm thinking, 27, 26? I'm thinking, yeah, I think 24, 26 the first week or so, and then I think he'll be up to 30 by the Whoa. new year. Whoa. Yep. That's pretty high. Yep. Um, who else? Any other, we, we, oh, Jordan Bell. Um, I had some some cool stats, I thought. This is the time to add him, by the way. Three games in four next four days, and the Warriors are going to rest a couple guys. So, yep. uh, he's only played twelve minutes next to Draymond and Kevin Durant in that three through five lineup. Uh, Jordan Bell twenty three point two points per thirty six in those twelve minutes sample size. Right now nineteen point eight usage rate and a plus fifty eight point four net rating. So <laughs> that's insane, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's a small sample, but like that's still funny to me. Yeah. Now I noticed something. Um, one of the beat writers said Kerr made like a a comment that said Bell he's like trying to teach Bell something or, or mm. I don't know trying to basically treating him like a rookie. Yep. Did you, did you, I think it was Marcus Thompson. I have to go check that out again. 
but he was basically saying Kerr was trying to like downplay Bell because he needs to teach him a lesson or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't. It was it's weird. It's almost like a rite of passage for the right. Warriors rookies, where you just got to go through it and they don't want to plan, but fact doesn't want to overhype too early, basically. And also, one thing too that is fascinating to me on Bell is well, actually two things. One, that death lineup's been bad. I think they're like minus eighteen net rating, so they need to the Hampton Five. Yeah, yeah the Hampton Five. Yep. Um, so that's interesting to me. Um, and he and Kerr, like you said, they don't have that quote. They're not, they're not stepping on people's throats, whatever it is, and they don't have that same edge. So change, Joe. <laughs> Get Bell out there. So yeah, like you said, it, he's not in that upper echelon. Like he's not in the class as an Isaac Stash or uh, I guess a Milo Stash if if you need a guard. But he's right. he's in that second tier though for sure. Yeah, firmly in that second tier. I think we called him a lottery ticket last week, which. That's definitely what he is. He's so good, man. I mean, when you can yeah. flirt with five by fives um, again, and hopefully, yeah. too bad he only plays the Bulls. Actually, when do they play the Bulls again? Like, I know, they're, seriously, they're gonna like just rest everyone and let Jordan Bell play forty minutes and just go to town. I mean, he had a six steal, five block game. I think. Was it in the summer league or preseason? But the yeah, guy is just so. insane. He's awesome. So, yeah. Um, any what other what, any other stashes that you thought were interesting from other people? Uh, I guess you could still say Jared Allen. I think the secret's getting out on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. It won't be long before he's getting 24 minutes, and once he does, that's two blocks a game right yeah. there. His blocks per game have actually plummeted lately. Yeah. I'm not really concerned. But it's hard to you know, make an impact in like 12 minutes. Right, right, so. right. And they, I think that playing him at the four more has kind of hurt mm-hmm. him there, which is encouraging. Yeah. You know me. I love guys who are playing multiple positions. Yeah. So. I mean, Kenny Axon always talks about guys going out to the perimeter, and that's basically what Trevor Booker and Jared Allen can bring. So. Yeah, uh, again, and they and we, Ryan and I talked about this. They get killed in pick and roll defense, and, mm-hmm. and I think so. Playing him at the four man, maybe kind of easing him into it, like, oh yeah, hey, we want you to guard guys and pick and roll and stuff. Right. So, and what are you doing on the January seventeenth? It's not a back to back though. They play the Warriors play Cleveland on on Monday. I think it's MLK Day. Pretty sure it is. So they play Cleveland on, on that day, and then Wednesday, January 17th, Jordan Bell, Revenge Game 2. Has to be 30 minutes, right? Oh, and they play Houston after that. So that that Chicago game is wedged between Cleveland and Houston, all on the road. So I think I could legit see them resting Durant, Draymond, Curry, maybe even Clay too, against Chicago. Both, yeah. Oh, ooh, even better. They're both national TV games. Oh man, Kerr would love to. T- <laughs> yeah. Kerr would love to take a yeah, shot at Silver. You for- know, he's probably looking at that game right now. Like, oh. <laughs> like it's like perfect. Even though it's, if it had been back to back, it would be like rest city, dude. Yeah, because if you guys heard Kerr, he took a shot at Silver, basically saying, "Yeah, we played um, Durant because of the national TV game against OKC, and it backfired." So yeah. I think Kerr's gonna take a little sh- shot at Silver soon. So we'll see. I hate that. I think that yeah. new rule is so dumb. Yep. It makes our job harder for sure, but. It's not fair. Like rest and Kerr said yesterday, it. he basically has to list every single minor in- injury on the injury report nowadays. Which exactly? Yeah, so it's gonna be like, tricky. Oh, he's hurt. We're making him questionable. So we had to write. <laughs> I had to write like seven blurbs yesterday about the. And I knew full well they were gonna play. And then an hour later, when they're upgraded, probably yep. have to write things seven more times. And Clay's yep. also questionable today for late fourth quarter ankle tweak, which he played through. Um, yeah. But yeah I, Again, the Warriors are going to sit guys. If when in doubt, sit guys. Yep. So, um, They're the new Spurs, man. Yeah, it's an early game too, so possible Pat McCaw action. 
Yep. Um, Nick Young, too, a little swaggy. McCall was awesome at the point, by the way. Yeah, he had one of his best games of the year. Maybe it was career. It was a great yeah. game. Good. We're good. All right. We're good, good on time, too. So you guys take care and enjoy your weekend. And we'll be back, we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, man. Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Three great words. Free fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Bottom up, up, up. Bell one time on Friday. Participating McDonald's through 12 31 24. Excludes tax must update rewards.